Ads and how far we've come. Ads, whether it's that dreading skip ad button on YouTube video we like to watch or the interrupting ads on our social media feed, we've come to accept them. We've certainly come a long way from the captive audience during the televised era. So, what's all this to do with web development? Well, it has a lot to do with it, as most ads are sent our way through an online medium. Be it in the middle of a free game we downloaded or pop-up tabs on our browser. Today I wanted to break down the many ways devs have resorted to embed ads. Let's start. 1. The Z-Index, developers place invisible elements before the elements the user wants to click on. This invisible element tricks the, the user to click on itself and triggers an event on click usually open link in new tab. These invisible elements are removed, allowing the user to click on the intended element. These are often placed on timed reappearance usually around 2 minutes or so. A good use case for this is on a video playing page, where the user may want to toggle the player controls such as volume, pause, skip 10 seconds and so forth. 2. Banners. I know, I know, you are probably thinking we are not living in the 90s, but believe it or not YouTube still uses banners on both above videos and above recommended next video list. So does WordPress, yes if this very blog post was to be viewed on a browser it will be broken up with advertising banners. More on why this is later. Returning to the subheading banners. They are usually filled by some API provider of ads, a common one being Google Ads. Gone are the days when developer had to manually code in a specific GIF banner, which could only can be changed by revisiting the code. Kinda like the old billboards versus the new digital ones. The con with these API banners is that they can be clicked on by bot instead of organic traffic draining the advertiser's budget without much ROI. So now the tech world has created bot blockers which come with added premium. 3. In video ads. Not the most liked form, but it comes in multiple form. 1. The most obvious one is YouTube format but do you remember that there were time when it was a single ad skippable in 5 seconds or so, unlike now when 15 to 20 seconds unskippable double ads on YouTube that we are forced to watch. 2. This is where a short ad is displayed in the middle of the media consumption like TikTok ads, Big Story ads, FB Reels ads and so forth. Short being the key. 3. Non-advertising content, this is done by iPlayer and Netflix. In these ads the content is pointing to another piece of content on the platform that may be to the user's liking based on their cookie data and machine learning algorithms. So what happens is that iPlayer before playing your intended content plays a preview or trailer for another content which you can skip YouTube style. Netflix on the other hand has created Fast Laughs feature which is linked to the content library of Netflix that user can link to their playlist. Some video platform advertisers with outside sponsors offer premium subscriptions, where the user will be spared all forms of advertising. A good example being YouTube Premium. Similarly is the case for YouTube's music streaming services YouTube Music with YouTube Music Premium, which is only reflective of other music streaming services such as Spotify with its Spotify Premium and SoundCloud with their SoundCloud Go. Another way to go about it is what Disney Plus intends, as Disney Plus will soon be available at a reduced price, but you'll have to sit through commercials. The Walt Disney Company has said that it would introduce an ad-supported version of its Disney Plus streaming service in the United States late this year, with plans to roll it out overseas in 2023. Moving on to the fourth category of ads on the virtual world. 4. In-game advertising, more specifically mobile gaming, most free games that are offered up on app stores tend to show ads.
I touched on this in my last blog on BeatStar, that there are two routes that developers tend to go down. 1. The user is forced to watch ads in order to continue to play games whether that's in between levels or re-attempts. They tend to use ads after three consecutive non-interrupted events. 2. This is when developers worked in a model where the user needs not to see a single ad to play the game. The ads are offered up to the user as a supplementary action to gain some purchasing power in the game, for example coins or currency, or to upgrade in some way. This is the case with BeatStar by Space Ape and War Robots by Pixonic. This is a more laid-back approach or should I say revenue model, which I am sure the users appreciate. Bringing in seven-figure income for BeatStar in one month on App Store alone, see blog, through premium game purchase and in-game purchases bought with real money. Which I feel is the real victory. The second model gradually trains users to collect currency in a scarce manner and makes them ever more careful when spending them. Which I feel may not prove to be in the best interest for both parties. The game ads vary, some more interactive than others, some rely on celebrity endorsements, some on the creative engaging content and some even offering up financial incentives. Some game ads do not distinguish the audiences resulting in children looking at 18-plus content such as gambling. To sign off on this blog post, ads are here to stay and who knows how they will work in the world of Web3. Mo. Out. Ads and how far we've come. Ads, whether it's that dreading skip ad button on YouTube video we like to watch or the interrupting ads on our social media feed, we've come to accept them. We've certainly come a long way from the captive audience during the televised era. So, what's all this to do with web development? Well, it has a lot to do with it, as most ads are sent our way through an online medium. Be it in the middle of a free game we downloaded or pop-up tabs on our browser. Today I wanted to break down the many ways devs have resorted to embed ads. Let's start. 1. The Z-Index, developers place invisible elements before the elements the user wants to click on. This invisible element tricks the, the user to click on itself and triggers an event on click usually open link in new tab. These invisible elements are removed, allowing the user to click on the intended element. These are often placed on timed reappearance usually around 2 minutes or so. A good use case for this is on a video playing page, where the user may want to toggle the player controls such as volume, pause, skip 10 seconds and so forth. 2. Banners. I know, I know. You are probably thinking we are not living in the 90s, but believe it or not YouTube still uses banners on both above videos and above recommended next video list. So does WordPress, yes if this very blog post was to be viewed on a browser it will be broken up with advertising banners. More on why this is later. Returning to the subheading banners. They are usually filled by some API provider of ads, a common one being Google Ads. Gone are the days when developer had to manually code in a specific GIF banner, which could only can be changed by revisiting the code. Kinda like the old billboards versus the new digital ones. The con with these API banners is that they can be clicked on by bot instead of organic traffic draining the advertiser's budget without much ROI. So now the tech world has created bot blockers which come with added premium. 3. In video ads. Not the most liked form, but it comes in multiple form. 1. The most obvious one is YouTube format but do you remember that there were time when it was a single ad skippable in 5 seconds or so, unlike now when 15 to 20 seconds unskippable double ads on YouTube that we are forced to watch. 2. This is where a short ad is displayed in the middle of the media consumption like TikTok ads, IG story ads, FB Reels ads and so forth. Short being the key. 3. 
Non-advertising content, this is done by iPlayer and Netflix. In these ads the content is pointing to another piece of content on the platform that may be to the user's liking based on their cookie data and machine learning algorithms. So what happens is that iPlayer before playing your intended content plays a preview or trailer for another content which you can skip YouTube style. Netflix on the other hand has created Fast Laughs feature which is linked to the content library of Netflix that user can link to their playlist. Some video platform advertisers with outside sponsors offer premium subscriptions, where the user will be spared all forms of advertising. A good example being YouTube Premium. Similarly is the case for YouTube's music streaming services YouTube Music with YouTube Music Premium, which is only reflective of other music streaming services such as Spotify with its Spotify Premium and SoundCloud with their SoundCloud Go. Another way to go about it is what Disney Plus intends, as Disney Plus will soon be available at a reduced price, but you'll have to sit through commercials. The Walt Disney Company has said that it would introduce an ad-supported version of its Disney Plus streaming service in the United States late this year, with plans to roll it out overseas in 2023. Moving on to the fourth category of ads on the virtual world. 4. In-game advertising, more specifically mobile gaming, most free games that are offered up on app stores tend to show ads. I touched on this in my last blog on BeatStar, that there are two routes that developers tend to go down. 1. The user is forced to watch ads in order to continue to play games whether that's in between levels or re-attempts. They tend to use ads after three consecutive non-interrupted events. 2. This is when developers worked in a model where the user needs not to see a single ad to play the game. The ads are offered up to the user as a supplementary action to gain some purchasing power in the game, for example coins or currency, or to upgrade in some way. This is the case with BeatStar by Space Ape and War Robots by Pixonic. This is a more laid-back approach or should I say revenue model. Which I am sure the users appreciate. Bringing in 7-figure income for BeatStar in one month on App Store alone, see blog, through premium game purchase and in-game purchases bought with real money. Which I feel is the real victory. The second model gradually trains users to collect currency in a scarce manner and makes them ever more careful when spending them. Which I feel may not prove to be in the best interest for both parties. The game ads vary, some more interactive than others, some rely on celebrity endorsements, some on the creative engaging content and some even offering up financial incentives. Some game ads do not distinguish the audiences resulting in children looking at 18 plus content such as gambling. To sign off on this blog post, ads are here to stay and who knows how they will work in the world of Web3. Mo. Out. Ads. How far we've come. Whether it's that dreading skip ad button on YouTube video we like to watch or the interrupting ads on our social media feed we've come to accept them. We've certainly come a long way from the captive audience during the televised era. So, what's all this happened to do with web development? Well, it has a lot to do with it, as most ads are sent our way through an online medium. Be it in the middle of a free game we downloaded or pop-up tabs on our browser. Today I wanted to break down the many ways devs have resorted to embed ads. Let's start. 1. The Z-Index, developers place invisible elements before the elements the user wants to click on. This invisible element tricks the, the user to click on itself and triggers an event on click usually open link and new tab. These invisible elements are removed, allowing the user to click on the intended element. These are often placed on timed reappearance usually around 2 minutes or so. A good use case for this is on a video playing page, where the user may want to toggle the player controls such as volume, pause, skip 10 seconds and so forth. 2. Banners. I know, I know, you are probably thinking we are not living in the 90s, 
but believe it or not YouTube still uses banners on both above videos and above recommended next video list. So does WordPress, yes if this very blog post was to be viewed on a browser it will be broken up with advertising banners. More on why this is later. Returning to the subheading banners. They are usually filled by some API provider of ads, a common one being Google Ads. Gone are the days when developer had to manually code in a specific GIF banner, which could only can be changed by revisiting the code. Kinda like the old billboards versus the new digital ones. The con with these API banners is that they can be clicked on by bot instead of organic traffic draining the advertiser's budget without much ROI. So now the tech world has created bot blockers which come with added premium. 3. In video ads. Not the most liked form, but it comes in multiple form. 1. The most obvious one is YouTube format but do you remember that there were time when it was a single ad skippable in 5 seconds or so, unlike now when 15 to 20 seconds unskippable double ads on YouTube that we are forced to watch. 2. This is where a short ad is displayed in the middle of the media consumption like TikTok ads, IG story ads, FB Reels ads and so forth. Short being the key. 3. Non-advertising content, this is done by iPlayer and Netflix. In these ads the content is pointing to another piece of content on the platform that may be to the user's liking based on their cookie data and machine learning algorithms. So what happens is that iPlayer before playing your intended content plays a preview or trailer for another content which you can skip YouTube style. Netflix on the other hand has created Fast Laughs feature which is linked to the content library of Netflix that user can link to their playlist. Some video platform advertisers with outside sponsors offer premium subscriptions, where the user will be spared all forms of advertising. A good example being YouTube Premium. Similarly is the case for YouTube's music streaming services YouTube Music with YouTube Music Premium, which is only reflective of other music streaming services such as Spotify with its Spotify Premium and SoundCloud with their SoundCloud Go. Another way to go about it is what Disney Plus intends, as Disney Plus will soon be available at a reduced price, but you'll have to sit through commercials. The Walt Disney Company has said that it would introduce an ad-supported version of its Disney Plus streaming service in the United States late this year, with plans to roll it out overseas in 2023. Moving on to the fourth category of ads on the virtual world. 4. In-game advertising, more specifically mobile gaming, most free games that are offered up on app stores tend to show ads. I touched on this in my last blog on BeatStar, that there are two routes that developers tend to go down. 1. The user is forced to watch watch ads in order to continue to play games whether that's in between levels or re-attempts. They tend to use ads after three consecutive non-interrupted events. 2. This is when developers worked in a model where the user needs not to see a single ad to play the game. The ads are offered up to the user as a supplementary action to gain some purchasing power in the game, for example coins or currency, or to upgrade in some way. This is the case with BeatStar by Space Ape and War Robots by Pixonic. This is a more laid-back approach or should I say revenue model. Which I am sure the users appreciate. Bringing in 7-figure income for BeatStar in one month on App Store alone, see blog, through premium game purchase and in-game purchases bought with real money. Which I feel is the real victory. The second model gradually trains users to collect currency in a scarce manner and makes them ever more careful when spending them. Which I feel may not prove to be in the best interest for both parties. The game ads vary some more interactive than others, some rely on celebrity endorsements, some on the creative engaging content and some even offering up financial incentives. Some game ads do not distinguish the audiences resulting in children looking at 18 plus content such as gambling. 
To sign off on this blog post, ads are here to stay and who knows how they will work the world of Web3. Mo. Out.